table. We bike. Episode 50-something. Back, back. Oh, I forgot this camera. Dang, episode 57? 50-something. I don't oh, even know where something. we're at. Yeah, it's like 54. Ooh, 54 or something. 54, yeah. But uh, this is our season four premiere with Kyle as our fourth. What's peeps? We haven't replaced Jason. Well, we can just we can just keep it real. We yeah, have we have tentatively. Yeah, we yeah, have yeah, replaced Jason. Jason. Okay, permanently with with myself. Okay, <laughs> so I might as well just announce it, bro. Yeah. I might as well let him, yeah. let him know on the scene. Yeah, there it is. Okay. All right, cool. We killed Jason off in the season premiere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we're on some Game of Thrones shit right now. Uh, how's it going, guys? Uh, we're still sort of in quarantine and in lockdown. If you see us without a mask. Uh, that means because we're all. Rona negative, which is yeah. a good we thing. Go tested. get tested. It's very free and easy in LA. So I have not seen David in, in this entire since year. February. <laughs> Damn, really? We haven't got together since February. There. So what's been up? How's it going, Kyle? How are you? It's like, uh, I'm good. You I forgot know? when you were our guest last time. It was like two seasons ago. That was hella long ago. <laughs> we were that talking about Game of Thrones. Ago. Who's the Night King? Yeah, that's how. Oh, that's wow. true. Wow. That, that was, was a minute ago. Wow. Um, I've been good. Honestly, I've been missing the show. Uh, me and Young Jesus drive around listening to it all the time. <laughs> and then we'll have to call Julian to try and, like, debate with argue him on the, the shit he just argued about. Break so, it down a little bit. I get it. Yeah, That's you know. I'm here for. It's, um, it's been good, though. It's been, it's been bad fun. I've been, I've been good. How about you? I've been great. I've uh, been at home since March, like everybody else. Uh... I mean, what else have been? We've tried to do a bunch of like virtual shows, which uh, we hate it. We yeah, we hate it. Like <laughs> if you haven't watched our, if you haven't watched our Zoom shows, me and you have a lot in common because yeah. I haven't watched our. Fucking Zoom hate shows. it. Yeah, I keep it solid. A Zoom podcast sounds kind of dumb because yeah. it's like, bro. Oh, not that it was dumb. No, 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 no it's fine. No, we agree. Yeah, I was to say it sounds. The novel, the novelty sounds kind of dumb because it's like, don't you need to sort of be in the room with each other to have that to conversation. Have conversation. Yeah. Like, you might as well just be recording a fucking phone call and just put it on the thing, you know? That's yeah. exactly what it, it was. was like a it, four was way call. it was like a four-way phone call that, like, one of us had bad service. That's yeah. what it felt like. What? So oh, one of us you? always had bad service. service. Yeah. It was really Was it the same person every time, or was it a different person? It was me a lot. It was yeah. I think, yeah, it was definitely okay. And it was him while he was arguing, <laughs> you, so he would, like, freeze in angry positions and then just be like And he would just be like that for the rest of the episode, and we have to keep going because it's recording off of, like, a web-based platform. And he finally comes back, and it's like, Julian, we moved on from that, bro. We're not debating that anymore. Yeah, that shit was the worst. That was rough. That was rough. Friendships were tested. Yeah. <laughs> but we kind of came out on top of it. We're fine now. Uh, it's it's tough to do. We wanted we had so many plans too. We wanted to do a Twitch uh, like live show like through Zoom, but it was just like one of those things where like why risk it? Why like have one of those things? Well, we're eventually going to do one uh, yeah. a live show, but not through Zoom. Not through Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not through Zoom. Like yeah. I would say, yeah, Twitch would be. Pretty cool, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. Would be dope. Yeah. yeah, and we could all be in the same room. Yeah, exactly. hosting. Yeah. yeah, can I? It just as a fan. Yeah, I don't want to watch y'all, motherfuckers. If you ain't in the same room, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not in the same room, there you go. I agree. You know what I mean? I want to see you like agree. arguing face to face. Yeah, you know what I mean? Completely agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Totally agree. Selfishly, selfishly as a fan, selfishly, you know. So what's been up? Like, what have you been doing during this whole like pseudo quarantine lockdown that we all been like? Have you been watching anything? How have you been keeping busy, man? This whole time, um, you know, during this entire quarantine, I just been keeping busy by like trying to find new shit that I'm good at. You know, that's dope. I feel like if you 
have downtime, you should explore everything you can because you might fuck around and find out you're good at something you didn't know you were good at. So I've been just yeah. trying to like... Did you find anything? Yeah, I found some good shit. Yeah, you That's know, I recently learned like about pitching a lot and like okay. read mad books on the art of pitching okay. and studied that shit like it was a class and yeah. I found out I'm hella good at that, you oh, know? I can see that. Yeah, yeah, like all the shit that I naturally do anyways just kind of being over the top and like slightly like really annoyingly wanting your attention yeah. is prime tools to just focus <laughs> and sell a pitch, you know? That's the crazy so, thing about like this like filmmaking world is that they don't tell you that you're going to spend a lot of your time just pitching. Yeah. Being a salesman. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's the, pretty much what it is. The biggest thing about like this, the fucking top priority of yeah. a filmmaker yeah. is knowing how to sell somebody on it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. All like for every movie that was made, there's fucking two million that weren't made mm-hmm. because it didn't get pitched. Yeah. So even if you are the sickest writer, the sickest director, you know what I mean? Like, if you try to sell people on your movie and you can't sell it, then it's pointless. And I only know that because I was, like, from, like, these TV shows and shit that I was trying to work on and, like, films and movies and stuff that I'm trying to, like, force my foot in the door. Mm -hmm. It's like the film industry is still very much a super, super, super gatekeeper world, you know? So it's like people got to hand you your opportunities more than anything else. You feel me? Probably, like, maybe, like, the NFL, right? Like, they can fuck you up if they want to. But in the film world, like... They're going to hand you the opportunity. So the only other choice is to be a creator. And in order to be a creator, you have to fucking convince somebody with bread to fuck with it. So I spent all this time trying to learn how to be a writer and how to be like a, you know what I mean? Sort of like a script writer or like Mm -hmm. a filmmaker or like in studying all of these things, which are important. But my shit wasn't getting picked up because I hadn't studied the art of pitching. So over the past three months, I was like reading books on it. Studying it, watching people on YouTube and shit, yeah, like yeah. really yeah. diving in on it, doing a bunch of mock pitches with people. And then I realized, oh, wow, you know, I kind of know what I'm doing now. Yeah. And then I would just pitch it to people over the phone and they would just be like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's yeah. tight. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah. I was like, all right, for sure, I'm yeah. good. I'm lit now. <laughs> like, you got you to gotta be a shark, good. essentially. You got to be a shark. You got to go for that shit. Uh, like, if you don't have like an Ari Gold in your corner sort of thing, just to use an it's entourage like, reference, it's like you got to be a shark yourself. It's like being a comedian, I feel like. Okay. You have to set up the punchline. Okay. You know what I mean? At time and time again. And you want to do it in the quickest way possible. You want to do it so fast it doesn't give them any opportunity to decide if they don't fuck with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I tell you an idea in five seconds, it's really hard for you to really ingest how much you hate it. You know what I (laughs) mean? Or how much you love it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you're trying to know the person you're pitching to first. You know what I mean? You yeah. want to know what they like. Yeah. That's almost like manipulating anybody, kind of. It's manipulation, it's, it's, yeah. for real. That's what it is. Sure. Yeah, it's and, like you're convincing them, and it's like manipulating and convincing at the same time, so. Yeah. yeah. And just trying to set it up, like, almost like a comedian, like, the right punchline at the it's right time, time, and then yeah. the show is over and we're out of there. What do yeah. you think? Uh, I fucked with it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just, like, studying that a lot. 
That's so dope. these are filmmaking lessons. <laughs> filmmaking <laughs> lessons. So now when you Listen. watch a bad movie, you're like, oh, that's a great salesman. Exactly. It's a great salesman. Exactly. <laughs> think about it like this. All the bad movies. The reason there's so many, think about how many bad movies there are, yeah. right? There's only that many bad movies because people are so good at pitching They're shit. They're good at right. pitching. And a yeah. bunch of awesome movies never got made because the person. the guy's like, so do you well, think it's like, if you yeah, like so, Okay, so the movie is, <laughs> I wonder if it's going to yeah, be. It's, it's about a, it's about a guy. Okay. <laughs> And the, guy, and the guy, he's scared. It's just like, God, no, no. And he has a family and they're married. And Give me out. It's like, literally, yeah. if you do that shit, your shit ain't never getting made. So yeah. everybody who spend, if you spend all your time working on trying to get into the film industry and like being a filmmaker and shit, spend equal amount of time, if not more, learning how to be charismatic and pitch somebody on some shit. Or literally just go hire a homie of yours yeah, to do yeah, it. Who's like, super charismatic yeah. and like aggressive about it. Right. That's good yeah. advice. Yeah. Very good. Like a comedian yeah. should just have that job. Yeah. That should there should be damn like near be like a dude who's like a Why comedian. Why do you think so many comedians have sitcoms? It makes me think, now that you set it up with it's like being a comedian, it, makes me th- it made me think like a bunch of comedians have sitcoms and I wonder if like they're just really good at pitching it because they know how to be That's on stage. Possible. You know what I mean? Damn, it could be. Yeah. yeah, it could be. Think about it, because it's all gonna come down to some white dude sitting behind a desk. That's like, yeah, yeah. oh, fucking, just yeah. entertain me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dance, dance, like, literally. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And you awful. got to. Yeah. I mean, it's not like yeah, no, no. but it's kind of true. It's like it is. how entertaining can like you be in this now. conversation? Yeah. And it makes sense. Like, if somebody wanted me to fucking pick some shit up and be involved with some shit, they better. Make it sound awesome, yeah. you know? And if like, you are that type of person that's hella charismatic and hella energetic and you tend to be convincing, try to f- check out your crew and see who needs help presenting stuff, who might yeah. be really good at something. That might be a way you can contribute that you never thought about before. Yeah, straight up. No, nah, for real. And, like, even, like, even I feel like it's, like, having a team of people who represent things that you don't for yeah. the pitch, you know what I mean? Even if they're not... Like, like yeah, they just got to represent things you don't. Like, for example, I'm working on this anime that I've been working on since the last time I talked to y'all. Yeah. And now we have Carl Jones involved, who is, like, a producer of Boondocks for Mad Long. And then just recently we got, like, Colin Kaepernick involved, and he's been helping me, like, work on the pitch hella much. And we've just been, like, kind of meeting together, you know? Yeah. And when I think about our pitch, it's like we all represent three very different things. You know what I mean? Like, for one, we want to make this anime very much so just about, like, black representation and deprogramming our thoughts on black characters and just black people and just black things in general, right? They're always evil, they're always bad, and they're, like, never really that joyous and shit, especially when it comes to the world of anime. Like, you know what I mean? We have, like, Afro Samurai, fucking Huey, he's pissed off. Like, they're all mad. And... Anyways, we're focused on, like, deprogramming. You have, like, someone like Colin who represents, like, real serious social change. Like, I gave my life and my job for this shit, you know? And he can, like, start it off. That's like, take this shit serious. I'm fucking Colin Kaepernick. You know what I'm saying? Which is how he starts meetings. Which is probably how he starts the meetings, (laughs) you know what I mean? And then somebody like myself will come in and sell you on the story and why it's funny and why it's entertaining and... Like, you know what I mean? And sort of bring, like, some charm to yeah. that side of it. Yeah. And then somebody like Carl can end the pitch with, like, I've been doing animation yeah. for 20 years. This this thing is important for this reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like you have all your bases covered. Right. You, got, you really got to, like, 
come in that bitch with yeah the some whole, the whole team you yeah the whole team it's well. like somebody gives you an assist here you get an assist there it's like all to get yeah. that dunk bro yeah, right. exactly. it's like literally Wade Bob yeah. <laughs> he's like that's really how pitching some shit is like that's Sorry. that's yeah. it oh man and, yeah and I was just studying that a lot so. that's amazing that's dope. No. yeah and honestly that's like really informative at least somebody for me like I'm more in the very like nerdy just writing and creating stuff I've gotten few and far chances to really like pitch like in a room like you have and for me that's very informative to hear of like how you're sort of bringing the analogy of like a comedian or like a basketball team sort of to make that play and yeah it's really really good to hear that yeah bro because that. That, that's what it is and I yeah. think like even like I and then I have like a team of people who help me write shit like Jesus mm-hmm. and Harry and Harry's obviously hella charismatic and he's like an actor and sorry excuse me and Jesus is pretty charismatic too you yes. know what I mean mm-hmm. but sure. like as a t- like I'm gonna keep like we're gonna sit here and nerd out and write this shit I'm not gonna hit the pitch meeting and be like alright now I'm gonna say this part and just be like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Jesus now you do the same thing yeah, and then yeah. Harry, you do the same thing this is gonna be like yeah what are you, you got doing? yeah they're gonna be like y'all are some little ass kids you feel <laughs> me or something like yeah it's like a little it's like a little team of people who represent shit you don't represent and then you gotta think about the person you're pitching to and, and, and see like what do they want yeah. to what you know who do they respect what do they look up right. to right and mm-hmm. one thing I learned with pitching is you never know what that person's looking for so yeah. they can latch on to something that had that you didn't even think was like a strong point for sure and then they're like oh we were actually looking for like something with football and you're like that's not what I was talking about but yeah. sure like yeah. great right. like that, that you're like really, yeah and he catches the football right and then he like keeps going by the end of the pitch they're like yeah, yeah. we were really looking for more football content it's like niggas like a cop or something like yeah so see the thing is he does become a football player. Yeah. <laughs> you got to leave that shit open-ended, too. Yeah, That's definitely. One, they said, like, the most important line of pitching is, like, you know, basically saying, if you have any thoughts, feel yeah. free to I'm, I'm jump flexible. in. I'm open. If you have, like, as you're talking, if you have any questions or any thoughts, just jump in and just tell me. Yeah. And I can explain it to you. Because yeah. you can damn near just explain all that shit on the fly. Yeah. You feel me? If they jump in with a question about something... And it seems like it's going down a lane. You can just mold that entire yeah, shit right. to really be exactly. like that, you right. know? Exactly. You got to damn near let them pitch it to themselves. It's, exactly. It's the, a, the, it's more you, the more you talk, the more you're giving them things they could not like. Nah, Julian, what's been good with you, man? What you been up to, bro? Man, you know, just chilling, pretty much. <laughs> chilling? <laughs> you know what I've been up to. <laughs> nah, man. Tell me like what you've been up to, bro. Tell me what you've been up to, like bro. almost every day. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, exactly. I want you to just recap all of our awesome times, right? Yes, you know, man, fuck it. Cut to the tape. You know, if you don't feel like talking about the adventures, then no, no, yeah. I guess they weren't. Well, we you know, I guess they the weren't boys, fun. Right? I guess Kyle, they weren't cool. Kyle enough. You know what I mean? It's what? cool. It's cool. I thought, I thought the times we had together were special, bro. But like, you know, fuck uh, it, man. It's okay. See, I'm famous out now. Like that happened during quarantine. Thank like, you. That's true. That's what I was looking for. You get it. We get it. We get it. Actually, I do have a question about that. How is it? Now that I'm talking to an artist who's released something during quarantine, how is it as like a musician, as an artist, to release an album during a time where everything's locked down? You can't tour, you can't promote it, you can't really like go to sh- you know put on shows. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's really fucked yeah. up. It's pretty. It's the most selfless you'll ever be with your work. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And honestly, in a in a 
field where everything you do kind of has this self-reassurance that comes with it, yeah. right? As an artist, like yeah. if you drop a popping song, you're like, I'm popping. You know what I mean? If you drop a fucking, if you do an awesome show, it's like yeah. there's so much self-assuring things in it, which is I realize I can't necessarily be mad about, but yes, it fucking sucks because yeah. you just spend all this time working on this thing. Yeah. And in quarantine, nothing really matters besides COVID-19 that's killing fucking infinity amount of people yeah right so it's like nothing everything kind of comes and goes and you spend so long making this album and then you release it and it's sort of like is there but you don't go out you know what i mean you don't go like really celebrate it you don't go hear your music somewhere right so it's kind of like you did it for just just to do it a little bit you know you can't really get all those self-reassuring things that right. come with releasing an album. Yeah. Right. But that's why artists are so fucking narcissistic. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe... They need that sort of... They back. need that thing to yeah. come back, you yeah. know? So maybe it kind of, like, is a necessary situation. I feel like what it's done is our lure of all these artists has sort of went like this. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because it's not like music is running our life right now. Right. It's kind of not. There's so many more important things that we're all as like a people sort of waking up and paying attention to instead yeah. of just that hot ass song that came right, out. Right. Like it's still a hot ass song sure. <clears throat> and yeah. we'll play it, but it's not like running our yeah, life kind of. Sensitive. So yeah. it just, it's weird. It's, it feels like music, music's importance has like taken a back seat a little bit. I was really, I, I, I don't remember. There was an article I read a few months ago or a few weeks ago where it said that people's music tastes have changed during quarantine. And I think it, it's because of that, because nobody's really going out. Nobody's really going to a club. Nobody's really going out to listen to music. Yeah. So the way they're, the kind of music that they're listening to is much different. Way different. Yeah. yeah def- I think the definitely. music. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, no, I was just going to say, yeah, because the way that they're getting that music, it's different. You know, like some of those songs that, that people would get, mm-hmm. they'd be hearing them out. They'd be doing other things. Now it's like, yo, most of the time we're like in our living rooms. Yeah. Just listening yeah. to it from our computers. Right. And, and you're listening to it because. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? You're listening to it because, like, you want to. Like, you're forcefully playing it, whereas before it's being played to you. So you're listening to different shit. I also think, like, as an artist, I feel like the only thing... Like, the type of music you would want to drop right now is that music that you only made just for you to listen to. You know what I mean? That kind of music that you made that you expect some other people to not fuck with. Yeah. That'd be the only music you're trying to drop right now, you know? Because... That makes sense. Yeah, it's like yeah. there's really no like music machine. It feels like right now, you know. Right. Well, what do you has TikTok done anything for you for like some of the your music getting out more? Because a lot more people joined TikTok during the quarantine, the quarantine and yeah. it's made. I mean, they say that's like a vehicle for new songs too. Has that done anything for? Yeah, man. You know, TikTok is like. They're damn near like the real, like, that's like the real music mafia, you know? So you can't even really speak on them too much. But I'd say, like, just being real, like, TikTok has fully, like, handed me, like, platinum singles. And it's also, but, like, at a cost, you know what I mean? Because, like, TikTok has done so much for the music industry. Like, literally, oh, nobody was playing this song. Fucking 100 million streams. I this song just came out now, like yeah. a month later, three hundred million streams. Like really, all like the top Billboard chart songs yeah. are all TikTok smashes. Yeah. Right? But it's like they have the keys to the music industry now, so it's a little fucking weird. It's kind of like, you know, 
if your shit isn't booming on TikTok, it's not going to be like, mm-hmm. you can't have no like number one ass song if it's not booming on TikTok. Yeah. And so it's like, it's kind of fucking things up a little bit. Right. You know, like, yeah. so it's dumb wonders. Like, I love TikTok. They've done a lot <laughs> yeah. of shit for me. Like, my songs <laughs> are booming because of TikTok. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, there's a lot of other niggas that are mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, wow. they're like, I don't want to do this shit, but I guess I will, so niggas can listen to my introspective ass music. That's not gonna pop on here anyway. Like that is TikTok, bro. That's like that's TikTok. I feel like people are dancing like at gunpoint. Right? Like, there's a person on the other side. Like like just like crying, like I don't wanna. Wanna? There's no uh, guarantees with TikTok, so you could be on there just dancing like a dumbass just because, <laughs> nigga. Like, yeah, eight views, like don't eight fuck views. <laughs> oh man. So speaking of companies with too much power, let's talk about Amazon's The Boys. Yeah, good segue. <laughs> Great segue. That was good. You like that? You like that? Segway. You like, I like that. that? Pay your employees, Jeff. <laughs> hey, Jeff. <laughs> Hey, I got a movie to pitch. Um, so, have you guys? You guys all saw it, right? You, did you see the boys? Yeah. Uh, what did we think, Julian? I'll let Julian. We're gonna yeah, start with me. The, the, the guy who's the most charismatic pitch. Yeah. So, I mean, Reli- religious experience. Literally, the one of the best shows I've watched this entire course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fact. Facts, the, be- the best shows, the most satisfying. Uh, I mean, we'll get to the whole thing, but definitely one of the most satisfying closers. Uh, I feel like the thing that this, the second season did, and and I think uh, Yusuf said he liked season one more, but I feel like what season two did was really like open up and really explain a lot of characters way better. It was like a very very character based season. Like the, the the explaining of uh, Frenchie and how it dug deeper into uh, yeah, uh, what's his name uh, Butcher. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this was a really character driven season, and yeah. I, I'm really into yeah. like character driven things yeah. like that. I mean, I love season one, but I feel like this was like it was it like it expanded on everybody. It, it definitely from, expanded yeah. on the whole universe <laughs> and it expanded on the characters. Like, yeah. It was yeah yeah. So I mean, I could I could go more, but like yeah, if anybody no, else wants I to thought, jump in, I thought it was incredible. I mean, to to be such like a pioneering genre of like I mean we've there have been dark comics before yeah, but to see like a truly like it almost feels like a dark horse like yeah. kind of that era yeah yeah of where it's like kind of parallel to the bigger properties that we're familiar yeah. with going like completely it's like a like, dark parody of exactly, like everything that we're yeah. used to. Um, so we've seen that in print a lot, but this is really the first time we see that yeah. uh, done in live action and executed properly. So I think, it, I mean, it was incredible. Like Julian said, like the character development was super duper strong. Um, Huey's character, I think, is such a great vehicle to drive the show forward. Yeah, he's um, like the everyman. Yeah, he, he's definitely like the like, eyes yeah. into per- the like. perfect like place for the audience to insert themselves and yeah. like experience it. Um, and then Carl Urban character was was good. Um, I, I mean, Julian said this, and so I'm just gonna piggyback it. But like, Homelander is one of the best villains of television. Period. Like, definitely. I, I think that to have like the uberman like superman archetype go left it's what everyone it's what lex Luthor thinks superman is yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's what everyone, and what Batman uh, it's fears. What everyone fears yeah. of someone with too much power yeah. coming to fruition, and it was just so dope to see that on screen. Yeah. 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 You know, it's crazy. Talk going off what you said, like the boys really is like almost like a, it's like a, you know, like a parallel universe of all these things we're used to seeing and that are already ingrained into our heads, right? Like superheroes and what they represent is like so cemented in our heads from like just watching it as a child and then watching them do all this sick sinister shit gives me this weird feeling about power that I've yeah. never like sat there and thought about before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every super villain with a bunch of power has just always been like, oh, but somebody stops them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then now watching the boys, it gives me this weird relationship with power because it's like all these superheroes with the power and it's like, oh, but no, there's nothing no, nothing stops them. There's no super, you know what I mean? And like watching Huey and them have to infiltrate it from the ground up, it's just... I don't know, it's really cool. It's like the story the story I feel like we can relate to a lot about just like being powerless people. Mm-hmm. And there's all these things that are going on that we can't yeah. affect or change. Right. You know what I mean? Or yeah, seem like I mean, insurmountable and they're having to take it down. Like when Homelander just flies, yeah. When he just gets up and flies, yeah. right? And they're all in the middle of the woods, like, oh, get the fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're trying, trying to do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, all that, yeah. And then yeah. they're like, oh, fuck. And you just hear the <laughs> boom. And he just yeah. lands, and it's like, boom. And they all look at each other, and, and I, like, and I think, we are dead. <laughs> yeah. And you, as a viewer, you're like, you're dead. Oh, yeah, you're fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't stop this thing. And yeah. that's, like, what, that's kind of what evil feels like yeah. a little yeah. bit, especially the older I get. And that's why I think it's cool for, to be, like, a superhero show for, like, adults a little mm-hmm. bit it's like the older i get this is my relationship with fucking like yeah evil corporations corporations mm-hmm. the government bro yeah. a bunch of fucked up shit that we watch on the news and we're like how do we stop that yeah we don't know that's what it feels like homelander yeah. feels like that to yeah. me yeah. Yeah. you know what i'm saying and well yeah it's like i don't know this shit was she was very cool i this is this is like one of my favorite tv shows like <laughs> i saw in the quarantine too right it's it, it's funny what you what you were saying about feeling helpless with some of these heroes because yeah there's nobody to stop it while i was watching it this season there's like that little glimmer of hope though in terms of like the fact that they're made they're not necessarily like superman for example he's an alien like he there's only one thing that can kill him and it's kryptonite here it's like oh these are just regular humans that they've injected with this like you know drug drug right Mm -hmm. it's like so there has to be an antidote Mm -hmm. and so that's the thing that it's like a thorough line for me throughout this whole series where it's like, there's got to be an antidote at some point. And so it's like Homelander as fucked up as he is. And yeah, I, I get that same feeling. Like, how are these guys not dead? How is Butcher not dead yet? He could have killed them so many times. He could have yeah. killed all these guys. So like, but the thing is just like, you're watching it and you're just like, oh, like, Homelander's going to get his at some point. Yeah. So I don't feel like that kind of like, you know, even though when like you see him like burning people and like splitting them apart, you're like, "Fuck, how are the people going to get out of this?" But there is that little like glimmer of hope for me whenever I've seen this series. Um, I agree with with Julian. This the way that this season expanded on last on the first season is incredible. Huey's like a great character. He's actually gotten better for me because like at first he seemed kind of like, "Oh, you're a human. You're a skinny little white kid. What are you going to do?" But the way he shows how much heart he has throughout the entire thing. Um, especially like when he um, 
when he went in by himself to go rescue uh, yeah, look, yeah, Starlighter. Yeah, yeah. It was so good because it was like he risked his fucking life to go do this. He knew he was going to get blown apart yep. or something, and he did it. Um, I like that. I, I did like, and I know we're going to get into this more, but I did like how they started to explore history a lot more and how kind of like weave through history these heroes are or this this company Vought is yeah. and how it parallels to our current reality of like an evil that happened during World War II is still sort of permeating our society kind of thing. 1, Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And like with the whole like with uh, what's her name? Stormfront. Mm. How she parallels like these like all right people that we have now in the news like it was just so crazy it's like damn imagine one of these motherfuckers with superpowers and that's where the fear came in too it, it definitely parodies a lot of real life mm-hmm. like, especially with like the new like even with the news bites the character that I'm we're gonna get into mm-hmm. I'm sure but the uh I don't I can't think of her name but the uh the the congresswoman oh yeah I forget yeah, I can't I'll, remember I'll her name but like she's basically uh, AOC, AOC, yeah. like yeah. she's basically AOC. So it literally parodies mm-hmm. a lot of real life things, even to where uh, I don't remember if it was like episode six, where the beginning of the episode where the dude was watching all this news uh, propaganda stuff, and mm-hmm. then that was a good opener. And yeah, then he yeah. went into the. Uh, and shot the guy. And yeah. shot the dude. That yeah. was like a complete. That's very real. He that was like getting radicalized real. and everything. And yeah. Even like how Stormfront uses memes to like manipulate the masses. Yeah. And like. I don't know if you know, but that shit happens. That yeah. shit is oh, real. It, it definitely happens. It, it, sorry, not to no, not to cut you off. Um, going back to what he's saying about like, what if those, what if somebody like it's like really like an ancient evil still like kind of making its way into our thing, and what yeah. if what if one of those people were a superhero? Yeah, and did have superpowers. Yeah, and they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the truth. Yeah. yeah, like that same kind of thinking that Stormfront holds on to from where she's from is yeah. passed down from person to person right. to person. Sure. And the people who, like, not saying all people in power are evil, but there's evil people in power for sure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, and they are doing things. Like, it's just, it's so, it's so accurate to what we're going through right Right. now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Not not to be a cynic, but I feel like the the other properties that are a lot more happy-go-lucky, especially they feel that way when compared to this property, Mm -hmm. where... In my personal opinion, like that's not how people would act. Mm-hmm. They would act like this. They yeah. would exploit it. They would, you know, try to make as much money off it as possible. They would, I mean, Homeland being like a super narcissist mm-hmm. and just like sociopath. Yeah, sociopath, him like being in love with himself. <laughs> yeah, the whole scene with oh boy that like could shapeshift. And that, was was, crazy. that was crazy. That was crazy. I was like, nah. Man. Yeah, like, seriously. Bro. Now I had to go to bed after that. I was <laughs> yeah. like, bro, same. No, I had to turn it off. I was like, yeah, I can't. I can't yeah. do this. And like the, the funny the, shit was him on top of that big ass building yeah, wagging yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah at the very end, I can do whatever. But you know, you know what? That's the crazy. I thought that was such a great way to end the season because this guy has the powers of a god and like what does he decide to do just jerk off on the side of a building because if you i think that's a great commentary on like having the powers of the god and having like the wisdom or yeah the the foresight is completely different. yeah exactly so when you give power to a human yeah i.e politics or corporations or billions of dollars that doesn't take them from something that far from what we are. Yeah. It just gives them hella power. Honestly, mentally, there's probably people with less power that are, like, further ahead. For you sure. know what I mean? For then, sure. like, honestly, I feel like sometimes when you get power, 
And obviously, I think that's what Homelander represents in a great way is like having unlimited power usually gives you unlimited reasons to be narcissistic and yeah. do dumb shit like whack off on the side of a building. You know <laughs> and what it, I and mean? It's also, like, and it's also completely heartbreaking because we know a lot of people who have everything and they're super sad. Yeah, and they exactly. don't have friends and they don't know how to talk to people and they have no one to relate to. And yeah. I think that's why he was so excited I, with Stormfront. I, yeah. I think another thing I, what makes, I mean, what always to me makes a great villain is when they, sh- I mean, aside from when they're you know, their goals aren't completely wrong, even though Homelanders are completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when when ki- the characters show, like, a side that you could be like, you could feel sa- sorry for them in certain parts. And in I'm certain parts... When was that for you? There's There's been... In, in the boys? Or, or? Yeah, definitely. There, like, there's parts in the in the show where you, in a way, you feel sorry for them. Like, well, when he but talks you don't of, want to. Where he like, talks about, like, when he was raised by all those doctors and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I like, did like that, that scene. That, like, that was, I was like, wow, this is a side of Homelander where you almost feel yeah. like, oh, this... He, you feel sorry for him. Like, oh, yeah. he, this is why he's like that. Yeah. Or the, si- the scene where he's in the hallway... And he's going through all these different types of emotions when that people are like hating yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah. one, he's like, "Oh, well, I can fix this." Yeah. And then that one part, it almost looks like he's crying, and yeah. then he's just like, "All right, I'm okay." And he walks yeah. through the door. I thought that scene was like amazing. Cause I was like, "Man, like actor, he's man. really going through yeah. it." And yeah. I feel I and I'm not supposed to feel bad for this yeah, yeah, yeah. terrible character, but like I kind of feel bad, like because you get why he's like that because yeah. he's like. Though his his weakness, he has no weaknesses. It, no. His weakness is that he wants to be loved. Yeah, he wants to be loved that's, by everybody. That's, yeah. He wants to be loved by everybody. Wait, have I they just not revealed? I got a question for you because you told me like yeah, like you know Stormfront's goal was this like she's trying to dominate the world and mm-hmm. like kind of take over for like the white race, right? right. She's on some fucking whack ass lame shit. That's why that bitch burned to death. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> whatever. No less. So that's her vibe. And then I was like, well, what's fucking Homelander's vibe and you're like he just wants to be loved but I feel like they had this huge narrative of like Homelander really being the one that wants to push the button on the superheroes being in the military or whatever right do you think that that makes sense like what do you think Homelander's plan is do you think he wants to dominate the world I I don't there's some military shit like what do you think he wants to do I think that's that's like he's pushing that because that's Vought's goal Vought wants soups in the military so he's like, yeah, I want that. And I want it to be like. So you think, but, so question, like Vought and him obviously have just like a fucking major beef. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially at the end of this. Yeah. Huge beef. <laughs> and I'm really, from the beginning of the thing, he's like, fuck them. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to tell the superheroes we don't need them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do you think any of his goals are an intent? And this is like, we don't know this, but do you yeah. think his intentions at all are like trying to still be on some superheroes kind of acting on their own free will and taking over the world? Or what do you think he's trying to do? I think that's, I think here's the thing. I agree with what you're saying that it doesn't seem like he has a clear goal, but I think his, he's just like a little boy who wants to feel powerful. Right. That's, and I think they're, they really hit you on the fucking nose with the whole like sucking on that girl's boobs and like having, (laughs) like getting breastfed. Oh yeah. Like they hit, they really hit it like on the nose with that. But it's just like, I think that's what it is. He's just like, a kid what? who wants to feel powerful and he realizes that Vought is using him as a pawn and that's why he doesn't do anything to Giancarlo Esposito because he knows that he controls him he without all his power he he like Giancarlo can still get to get to him like can can really like poke at him completely mm-hmm. agree. and yeah. I think it also plays to like the fact that to a degree in real life and in this everyone thinks they're a good person 
Yeah. So I think what you said was very true is that part of him thinks he is a hero. Yeah. And even if he, I don't think he sees himself as like the bad guy, like trying to hurt people or do whatever. He has justifications and motives for every bad thing he does. And he's like in his own head, I think part of him still wants to like save the world in whatever narrative that is. It's just gone so left that yeah. he kind of has to keep fighting. Because, yo, it, homie has a fucking really tough job. <laughs> <laughs> homie that has to fucking keep Homelander in check, bro. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But there's no amount cool. of money you can cool pay somebody it. to. That's like the top paying job. Yeah, like, there's yeah. like, to like, you know what I mean? Superman. Fucking finding cures for deadly yeah. diseases. Making sure an evil, pissed off Superman doesn't just <laughs> yeah. fly yeah. off the handle, nigga. That's like <laughs> way up there. But I, I feel like he def, there's definitely some type of like he has some type of other the Esposito. I don't. Uh-huh. He, he, what, uh, what is it though? I mean, we he, don't even yeah. know. We don't like, know it. But I'm sure fuck? he has a red button of like, okay, that's if, what I think. I, if Homelander gets out of line, he has something to like be like, all right, release the real thing. I, so like, like, I, got, I got another question for y'all. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I got <laughs> another question for y'all. Okay, because the way we're talking about Homelander is so insane. Like, bro is so outrageously strong yeah. in a world full of superheroes. Yeah. Is he that intense? This is how I feel, too, because I feel like the entire seven, like, a lot of them are, like, fucking, this guy's evil. At this point, there's, like, five solid superheroes who all equally have strong reasons to want to kill Homelander. Yeah. His they whole team, could, pretty much. Yeah. His whole team, damn yeah. Yeah. He's that badass that they couldn't just fucking pack click up out. and yeah. pack him out. <laughs> like, I think about that sometimes. I'm like, how come? That, well, that, that's why I think he's being used for another purpose. Because I'm thinking, I thought the same thing. I'm like... It, he can't be more powerful than all these people. Like all of them put together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like is May really yeah. that trash? Yeah. Like, <laughs> first of all, the deep is a loser. The deep, the deep. is a fucking loser. <laughs> but I'm saying like, like the deep couldn't like the deep May, like fucking yeah, A train yeah, like yeah. all these niggas together. I actually wonder if uh, whoever. Well, I guess we know that it's Congress lady, but. Head exploder, can she pop his head? I thought, the yeah, same yeah, thing. I, I was just Obviously, thinking that I was wondering yeah, that she too, could, yeah. Because, I mean, should, do we want to jump into that now? Like, yeah, we can do I that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping points and shit. Yeah, no, it's all good. no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, but yeah, I do think, uh, that the Congresswoman chick she could because if you go back and look to, at the episode, I forgot what number it is, but when Homelander flies down when she's having the like little. Like a rally? The yeah. rally in yeah. front of Vought. And we know what she's able to do. Like, nah. after the fact, yeah. we know what she's able to do. Yeah. She's keeping her eyes on him the entire time he is talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, and just in case. Did she you had, rewatch? Yes. Oh, <laughs> she's keeping his eyes. Damn. She's keeping his her eyes on him, like, the entire time. Her name's Newman, by the way. Yes. Her last name is Newman. Congresswoman Newman. Yeah. She's keeping her eyes on him. Like, when he flies down and she hands him the mic, she's literally just watching him the whole time. Like, all right, I'm just... You know, just in case yeah. I have to explode this yeah, guy's yeah, head yeah. right now. I so, think, to, to your point, I think the show in general does such a good job of, like, the contrast between how powerful and strong and how, like, measly everybody else is. Like, yeah. Like, talking about, like, him flying and then they're, like, carrying a box. Like, oh, like oh, trying, oh, to, oh, trying to drive, like, a it's like, yeah. like, now, this, this is going back to the first season, <laughs> but the part that made Homelander so turned up is when these niggas are underground now. Like, when they first have to go underground because yeah. they fucked up and Homelander's after them. Yeah. And there's, like, those like two seasons I mean I mean two two episodes like back to back where it's just them hiding from Homelander yeah. and I'm like damn they're like shut the fuck up 
<laughs> and he's like has supersonic yeah. hearing and yeah, like somebody yeah. oh, sneezes yeah. and he's right, like, right, 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 right. I'm like, bro, like how? You yeah. know what I mean? Like this yeah. is how like bro, like so unstoppable, bro. Um, <laughs> so you know what's funny? I I yeah. like, they're down there like No, it was like, no, it was that it was like the first two episodes where they were like they had the invisible. It was this season. No, it no, 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 it was the it was the it was first la- season. It was last season oh, okay, the first okay, two yeah. episodes when uh, they had uh, translucent in the cage, oh, and yeah, they were like, "Yo, yeah, like, yeah, and they're like, shut the fuck." He <laughs> <laughs> just like, and this motherfucker's flying at mock speed, bro. Like, yeah. he can do anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, this guy can do anything, and I'm just like, really want. Well, we're gonna ask something else. Um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Uh, how- oh, the congresswoman, right? Yeah. yeah. Boom. Okay. If she is Literally, staring boom, at him, boom. Boom, <laughs> right? She's staring at Homelander. Yeah. She is having a rally attacking Vought, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Really having Vought on its heels. Yeah. Who the fuck does she work for? She's working it can't for Vought. She's, she's working she's for Vought. For Vought. She's working so for at the case, end, they were, well, the yeah. spoilers to anyone. I mean, this whole thing is spoilers now. Yeah. Look. Why would she have a question, though? Why? Because I know, obviously, she stopped Vought from being taken down in that in the last episode, but... Why the fuck would she be campaigning against Vought in the first place? I think it's just to keep up appearances. Yeah. So it, I think that's what it is. And right? it's like, like she was like damn near going at Vought before people hated Vought. No, exactly. But see, this is this is what it's doing. It's basically Vought playing both sides so they don't lose. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we have this congresswoman who looks like she's against Vought, but she honestly works for us, but nobody knows that. But it's leading it's gonna lead up to where she I think what it's leading up to for next season is she's going to try and get into office because, again, like, Vought's plan is they want a soup in the White House. Yeah. So they're trying to get her somehow to be vice president, president in some capacity or way. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's just like, yeah, let's have her on the other side of things, but it's still us. Yeah. Like, so it's still we're winning still. Yeah. yeah so I, I think that's and great. I'm just trying to dive into, the, like, the intricacies of, like, the issues they were battling, right? Mm-hmm. And why she would be creating some of them issues and then they would be stamping that issue out and then she'd be on the side trying to... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like she was creating fires for them as they were putting it out, which I'm guessing maybe in my head is Vod hasn't taken one L this entire season. And no. all of this controversy <laughs> has only been working towards them creating more fear yeah. mm-hmm. in order to speed up the process of getting superheroes in there. Exactly. And I, I don't know. And you I know? think as, as far as like parallels go, I definitely think that happens in real life. For where, sure. Where people create problems just to fix them, just to come out like a superhero. Mm-hmm. Like I always think about... Yeah. Uh, I always think about V for Vendetta in mm-hmm. that model of just like create this horrific thing where a bunch of kids die so that we can everyone can be afraid mm-hmm. and then we can come through and like yeah. act like we saved you. Right. And I Y'all think, think that that's 9-11? Are we have any 9-11 conspiracies over here? Subtly. We, 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 we can turn into Joe Rogan podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's all good. When stuff gets scary, people want control and they'll give up control quick yeah. for a sense of safety. And I for think sure. that's what Vought is kind of trying to play both mm-hmm. sides i definitely what what you said was a good point and i feel like i wonder if they're gonna go this route with what, like an antidote oh the antidote because i think i would actually for season three not we're, we are skipping around 
but I think it would be dope to watch Homelander become human and maybe mm-hmm. go back to being Homelander later. Mm-hmm. But like an episode Ooh, where he's like crazy. super humbled mm-hmm. and like he gets his ass beat yeah, at like a bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So what I, I think it's going to probably do, and this is like one of the only things I do know from the comics is that the boys eventually get the compound B and they, some of them become like, get no powers. Yeah. They definitely hinted at it, like when they yeah. went into that. And I think they, they, kind, they kind of hinted at it in the show when they visit the, uh, the hospital when they're yeah. testing yeah. the new version of compound B that could be used on adults. Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of hinting at like, oh, there's a stable version that could be used on adults. I think it's going to lead to where like some of the boys end up getting. Who do you think will get power? I think it would be funny if Huey gets them. Yeah. I yeah. think that would be like the thing to do is like give yeah. the weakest member the superpowers. The, the superpowers. <laughs> like, and then he could squabble Homelander. I think they're Homelander. all going to get If they all got them and had their own it would level, power it would definitely that kind level, of played yeah, off of what they already. Personalities. Yeah. yeah, their own that'd personality. Kind of like played off their own superpowers they already have. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? That would be like. It would definitely level the playing field. But I think that's what's going to happen next season is like the playing field will be leveled. A little bit. I mean, it kind of already is. You see that because I mean, the seven is like losing. The seven is losing. A lot of the members of the seven are now working with the boys. So it's like Noir is allergic to coconut. Yeah, he died. Is he dead? No, no. The 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 director or the showrunner said that he is not dead. He will be back. He was able to get to his epipen. Something (laughs) happened, but he he, kicked it. That shit was hilarious. I was going to say, did you notice Heavy Choke on stuff the office door and shit, watched him choke, kick this thing. That was such a bully move. Have you you noticed that like every member of the seven has like one kind of issue? So like you have Black Noir who is allergic to uh, nuts you have um, the deep, who's like a sexual deviant, mm-hmm. um, sex sex offender. Uh, you have um, what's his name, A Train, who's like a drug addict. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have Maeve, who's sort of like, I would say she has like anxiety or something. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think like what kind of issues. Maeve, she has. I've had, I've had anxiety too. If Homelander was just bullying my life, <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Decades, That's how I gotta go to work. Yeah. Like, I've had bad managers before at regular jobs. If my manager can fly at mock speed and hear me talking shit about him, and like, oh my god. Yeah, just because they're all, they're, they're all to your point. They're all still people. Yeah, exactly. and that's what was cool that when we found out that they, you know, were made. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well, he is a drug addict. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, bro, is a sexual deviant. Yeah, and fucking, uh, Maeve is like randomly like all. Yeah, I don't know what to do in this yeah. moment, so I'm just gonna do the wrong I thing. Thought that, and I thought fucking, it was super interesting that like the deepest self conscious about his gills. Like yeah, that that was, was, oh yeah, that was like a, he has body like, issues. Yeah, yeah, he has like body dysmorphia. Yeah, like weird <laughs> because like, of fucking that was, Homelander. That was, that was, that was like fucking weird. Like, 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 when, like it was like Pat, Patton Oswalt's yeah, voice yeah, coming yeah. out of them. That was Oswalt? Yeah. yeah, that's tight. That that was yeah, they was because of Homelander. I didn't really realize that. Yeah, he's like cover up your guilt. Your gills are showing, and it's like literally like a little bit fucking disgusting, fucking gross. Yeah, he got stabbed or something, and it's showing. He's like, yeah, I remember that whale getting torpedoed. By a fucking yacht was out of pocket. Yeah, I love how he just like stood on it, like, yeah, I blocked them, and Butcher's like, fuck you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, um, what do you guys think is gonna? Aside from what I just said, what do you think? What are you guys expecting or want to see from like the third season? I like the dip into history. Like, I really like the whole like because I'm also watching Lovecraft Country at the same time that I was watching this. So I really appreciate this sort of like 
different view of history that these shows are giving us. So I thought it was kind of interesting that they dipped into this like racist history of Vought and like how it actually came about. Um, so I definitely want to see how much more involved they've been in history. Like I want to see more exploration of like, you know, how they probably were involved in like Jim Crow or just something like with a racist history of America and how these yeah, he, uh, I mean, supers I think with, have like with Watchmen, yeah, Lovecraft. With yeah. this, I love this like intersectional like genre blending, where you have history, you have superhero stuff, you have period pieces with sci-fi, mm-hmm. you have magic. Like, there's no rules, and I think for the longest time we were just following rules for the sake of following them because we wanted when we're pitching something to have something digestible. Boom, this is a football piece. This is a sci-fi piece. And I think the era of like dumbing it down for either the executives or your audience is kind of over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are forced to like watch it that they probably would never watch. You know what I mean? And and, like, the, and because of streaming, you will find your audience. It's yeah. not like it's on ABC where like People are like, what? This is weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. You'll put it somewhere and the people that like it will we'll all just find talk about you. It. They'll yeah. find you, yeah. I think. And it contributes to the conversation. Exactly. Like, and I love, that's one of the things that I love that, like, now streaming services, instead of, like, just dumping all the episodes all at once, they're releasing them weekly because they understand, like, how one episode is going to drive the conversation for a week. And that's what, like, Lovecraft Country's been doing. I know we're talking about the boys, yeah. but Lovecraft Country is, like, Right now, it's like neck and neck with the boys. as like my favorite show of the, of the year. Um, but I like that. I like that they're understanding that shows, if they drive the conversation, it's a success. Yeah. 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 I think from the third season, I want to see, well, there's a couple things I want to see. One, I actually want to get more into Butcher's past, and I think mm-hmm. they gave us some, but it's also, Butcher still isn't fully explained. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get the anger and like the, you know what I mean? His wife got fucking raped by Homelander and yeah. it ruined his life. There's a lot of shit to be angry about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying there's not. <laughs> right. But I think like his but relationship with is. his dad and who he is and his brother that they mentioned, I feel mm-hmm. like there's still so much that needs to be worked I, out. I feel like a lot of that is going to be unpacked because I feel like them mentioning his brother like out of nowhere yeah. for like a couple episodes, like I feel like that's going to come back around in some Yeah, way. like what did his dad do to his brother? What did his dad do to both of them? And mm-hmm. then how did his brother I, I turn like out? Just, and like, because yeah. the rest of this nigga's family... Is all like really on some kind of like white suburban like coming yeah. for a cookie shit? You know, <laughs> yeah, being butcher, and I'm like, this ain't making sense. Yeah. Right now. So I need you to like. He has like a military CIA whatever yeah. background. So like, yeah. what's that story? What was? How did he meet uh, Mother's Milk? Mother's yeah. Milk, and how did they like? Were they soldiers together? There, kinda, I feel like I'm, I'm sure there's, there's a there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of stories that they kind of opened up, yeah. but didn't explain. Like the thing about uh, Mother's Milk's dad. Like, why did his dad? just die fight why was the dad fighting Vought so hard yeah. to die yeah. like that anyway and then yeah. like the thing at the end where like Huey started mentioning about his mom's alive and yeah. uh but she's not dead she's just she's she just left, left. so I'm yeah. like that's definitely gonna come back yeah. around in some way or yeah. somehow yeah we gotta know about that and I also really 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 bad I want to see this motherfucker Homelander, <laughs> right? Get into a legitimate fight. Yeah. Right? I want to see... We've seen him from every other superhero. Yeah. Every other soup has had an actual showdown. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But they've done superhero shit, and the, the fight can end real fast, yeah. right? Yeah. 
But this motherfucker Homelander has not fought a soul. Yeah. Not one time yeah. out of the two seasons. Yeah. He's like the one punch man of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like he one just, punch he just lasers stands around and like. <laughs> but like, can people, we yeah. just see one? Where is Homelander? And where are all these other super, <laughs> other superheroes? Because right yeah. now it's like the distance they're putting between Homelander and like everybody else is so, so outrageously. Wide. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to, what, what are you going to do here? Yeah. Like, how are you going to close this gap? Like, how yeah. the fuck is it ever going to make sense that Homelander fought anybody and did not die? Yeah. yeah. And if they're going to do it in some really weird way where he got him just the right, almost like, <laughs> like Game of Thrones, yeah. right? Like, it's so insane. There's a fucking <laughs> infinity bodies. They keep coming back alive. You kill him. And then she jumps out of nowhere and stabs him. Yeah. In the moment, Fucking epic! Yeah. Loved it. I was like, yes. But now I don't want to see that again. No. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, want to see this nigga Huey, Huey run up on him with the with a needle, with the <laughs> antidote, and get him, and then somebody stabs him at the, the right antidote. time. It's like yeah. that's how you kill them. Like, yeah. You want to see like a legitimate, a legitimate Dragon Ball Z style I fight? I just want to see like is anybody Lander. else in the entire world even powerful close. like I want, that? I want to see and it if, between if him not, and Butcher. Then how did this person that, become that one specific powerful person? This is why I think uh, the the leader of the CEO of Vought. There's a contingency plan. I think it's someone stronger or something stronger that he locked has. up somewhere. Or something. Some shit. <laughs> I feel like there's no reason he should be this chill and calm about just Homelander coming to like argue with him in his office. And it's like I don't care. That's like, why I yeah. think it's this. That's why I think it's that, that one. <laughs> and Homelander should have just lasered this nigga. Exactly. So what the fuck would have happened? That girl, that, Homelander that, up. Or if one of the heroes, if this is a true parallel, I don't know if they're going to do this, but I'm kind of rambling. <laughs> if this is evil Superman, if one of the boys becomes like a the, good doomsday. Hmm. Oh, wow. have like a huge like hulking monster. Like, yeah. like handle. Uh, Black Noir or something? Because he's not really explained, but he seems no, stronger. No, 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 no but like one of the boys. About, like Frenchie or Huey. Oh, or yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of him just being strong, like becoming like a Big monster. and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. a monster. Yeah. But so, a good monster. Doomsday, dark side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another thing that they uh, the, the, the executive producer of the show said is next season, the one thing that they've already said about the next season is they are showing, they're going to, they have this Jensen Eccles. I don't know how to say his name, but he's oh, like, uh-huh, yeah. He's playing a character named Soldier Boy. He's gonna. They have already Soldier said, Boy. You, his name is, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they have a character. Yeah, he's literally. We daughter. needed that one little instrument from fucking <laughs> Fruity Loops. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So dun. I didn't know how to not do that. So yeah. he, he's playing a character named Soldier Boy that from the comic books, <laughs> and basically <laughs> Soldier Boy is like a parody of. He's like a parody of Captain America. Oh, so he's their version of Captain America. He he came from like uh, the Brooklyn, war, the, the World War Two time. Yeah, and, oh, okay. Uh, and he was frozen in time, and he's supposed to be like a, a real. Oh, like, that's cool. I like but that. He, and he has a shield and everything, and that's he has fire. some strength. So maybe this kid, this is the character that maybe we'll see him fight. Uh, so they're gonna dip back. That nigga needs to get punched by somebody, and we just, <laughs> and we we need to see what it does. Yeah, no, yeah. but you know, like, I just want to see what it does. I've been waiting for so long. I just want to see yeah. what you, happens. You kind of got a. You didn't get a fight, but you got a very violent sex scene. With somewhat equal yeah, power. True. Oh, yeah, true, that's true, true. That's true. Yeah. True. We yeah, did. true. That was kind of that. Part. Yeah, Stormfront true. Fucks <laughs> yeah. him up. Yeah. So, I, so, boom, Stormfront fucks him up, right? All three, just the two, the three, like, soups, the three girl soups, right? They jumped her. They beat the shit <laughs> out of her. You're telling me these niggas could not equally try and beat the shit out of fucking Homelander? 
I feel like the, I think that, it's, that a, it's a, or maybe also, they're playing on like he has mental control over them. I think like so. I think yeah, but it's still far. Yeah, I, I think like, I think they're also scared of him as I, well. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think Stormfront can really like fuck up Homelander. Yeah. but the fact that they were both super powered led to like the violence. They fucked scene. her up though. That yeah, shit was yeah, yeah. hilarious. Yeah, she beat the shit out of her. I just feel like and the camera kept rolling, which was like I love that. That was that was like, and you know what was funny? It was like such a. It was like a joke towards uh, like all the Avengers scenes where they put the girl characters together and, you know, like they're like, and then they they kept hinting the girls get it done thing the entire time. I forgot about that scene. Yeah, yeah. And like they really did it at the end, but they did it. I mean, even though I liked the, uh, I mean, it was kind of cheesy, like the, the end game scene where they did the, all the girls together. I liked it. I loved it. I loved it. But. You know what it reminded me of? You remember that movie, uh, Death Proof? The Tarantino movie where they beat up Kurt Russell at the very end? That's what it reminded me of. Like the three girls just beating the shit out of the bad guy. But like they were trying to play off of that. They were trying to play off the end game scene like that. Girls, get it done. But uh, no, back, the the, the <laughs> soldier boy thing is, you, you know, they're bringing him in is because like you know the the seven is pretty much depleted. Like mm-hmm. Noir is in whatever in a coma. The Stormfront character is dead, Smoked. and she has been found out as a Nazi. So they're like, oh, we got to bring this all American guy, all American guy in now into the team. And so I think that's going to be another butting heads thing with Homelander because he's going to be like the. He's the American guy. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I'm American. And, and they said, like, he was the Homelander before Homelander. So they're bringing okay. him in. Uh, can you, he fly, I, though? I didn't know about I don't know. this. I don't know. But you telling me about Soldier Boy you. made me really <laughs> excited about season three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm hyped for that. And that the dude is. playing him, he looks like a Captain Who is this? Jensen Eccles. He was, uh, he was, he's in that show Supernatural. That's right. That's right. Oh. The short haired one? Yeah. That's going to be dope. So, yeah. yeah, he's playing, he's playing, uh, Soldier Boy. That makes sense. You know what I? You know what I found funny? Uh, I during that episode where they go to that hospital, oh, yeah. where they go, where they're testing it out. Yeah, yeah. Did you see? Did you see him, Kyle? Huh? Uh, the Jensen Sorry. Eccles yeah, dude? Yeah, yeah, I just saw him bro, right now. Yeah, yeah he yeah, definitely looks hella fucking like a like soldier boy. <laughs> we're um, American. So I we're can't the, wait for soldier boy to do that. <laughs> so back to what Yusuf was saying about like this show being sort of like a parody of like what we know. When they went to that um, hospital and they had that guy who was uh, who played Iceman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In X Men, I felt like it was almost it was almost like a shot at X Men yeah. because like it was a, it was another parody move because yeah. like dude played Iceman in the X Men movies. Now they're playing like yeah, and he's doing the same things with the lighter. And yeah. All that. Oh, yo, what was good when homie talking about his dad when he set himself on fire? I wanted my dad to see me. I wanted my dad to be here. I think what it was is uh, because what he was saying was, yo, because I, I, he was saying like... Oh, he wanted to be a part of the Seven, but he, he couldn't be a part, be of, part of, the seven, of the Seven, but he was specifically talking about like making his dad He proud. wanted to make his dad proud because he didn't want to just be seen as like... Because he got kicked out of the Seven. Yeah, that's right. They took his statue and they took, yeah. and they took, But he was saying like he was expecting his dad to like be there No, he shit? was just saying he he wanted to make his dad proud. Like... Oh, okay. And like... All together, like yeah, yo, yeah. like I'm ending my life here. The but the scene I, where they were all laughing at his costume was so good. Yeah, that was like, the, funny. The congresswoman was like, <laughs> "Yeah," and he's like, "What?" Yeah, he's very <laughs> Like, all right, Merlin, relax. Right. <laughs> nah, uh, oh man, yeah. That, uh, I'm kind of glad they cleaned up that um, that like cult storyline. Yeah, they cleaned with that the up. fresca. It's done. It's done. Yeah. yeah, hopefully it's done. Yeah, but yeah, no, nah, I, I think yeah. it's done. I think the I think it's done. done. I mean, they blew up dude's head at the end. 
Yeah. It was just like, what the fuck was his purpose? It's so small. I mean, I don't know, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm glad they ended it. It was a little was, side story, but it didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. That'd be real waste of time, in my <laughs> opinion, to be real. Like, it kind of got bro back into the seven, but didn't. It did. It got him back. Like, into the seven. main purpose for that was getting deep back into the seven and getting those, like, Nazi records that they had. Yeah. Probably, that, that's, yeah. I, I that's think probably, that was the yeah. whole bring. That was, that's what brought it back into. Because they like, did say that... Um, Stormfront was like a she member. was a member of it before, yeah. So oh, I she's think, a member of that church okay. thing, exactly. Oh, she okay. said it to uh, yeah. she said it to A Train before. She was oh, like okay. she was just, she was like oh uh, I was a part of the church before they started letting any anybody. Oh, yeah. 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 She yeah. likes A Train. Like, yeah, she was like anybody. <laughs> See, man, for me, bro, if I had superpowers, bro, this is not going down. You know what I mean? Like, if I had superpowers, bro, and somebody says anything spicy to me, it's worth scrapping instantly. For real. And, and like, how she murked, um, sorry, the superhero girl that doesn't talk. You know what I mean? What, what's her? Uh, the, her the girl. The, f- the, the, female. Female. the female. The female. That, that's what they call her? Yeah, they yeah. call her the female. The female. They okay. killed her brother. Yeah. yeah. Storm, Storm from killed her brother. Killed her brother like yeah. it was a fucking... Took his fucking like, hands like, off. Like taking some pizza. Or something <laughs> that was there, crazy. Bro. Like smoked him. Yeah. I'm wondering, too, like, you know, I just wish I could really... You know, like, it's easy, like, probably... One of the coolest things to do with superheroes is talk about, oh, no, but this person's, like, the most powerful. Yeah. And this, this person's here. You can't rank these motherfuckers at all until you see him get down and she tears his hands off. So now I'm looking at the <laughs> other girl, like, how lit can you be? Because we were supposed to be mad afraid of your brother, and he got his shit pushed in, like, so fast. Well, I, so I'm, like, wondering, like, <laughs> how, like, I, I actually how... Think, oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, these other terrorists out there, right, or the other superheroes, like... Mm-hmm. How strong are they? And you know, I actually think this show does a better job at those scales because I think a lot of other superhero shows are very forgiving of getting hurt mm-hmm. when that person's power has nothing to do with that. So, if someone has like hands that do stuff or eyes that do stuff, mm-hmm. oh, I feel t- you. We tend to kind of assume they're also impervious to shit. So they'll like a car will get blown up. And they'll fly across the freeway and be fine. Where it's yeah. like your power isn't that. Your yeah, power your power is, is your hands move. So yeah, hands, yeah. Like, so your hands should be normal. And I think this show kind of amplifies that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. Oh, your hands fucking, do this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bro, that was nuts. I yeah. felt so bad. Oh, the other one I felt hella bad about is when she's like, yeah, he's gonna be like the first, you know, like. Uh, like visually impaired member. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god, oh. yes, dude. <laughs> that was crazy. Oh, this like, oh, I was like, bro, that's so fucked up. That yeah, was right. It makes it more like I forgot. Like, I yeah, forgot bro, about that. That your oh power my god. is you fucking use electricity and shit. Like, and if you, I should be able to snap other- your arms <laughs> off and then you don't do shit no more. All the know? other shows are like. No matter what you, if I could fly and I have wings or whatever, like, why did you just take an explosion on the chin? Like, yeah, yeah, chin, yeah. Chin you should not be able to piece up an explosion, nigga. You have wings. I, yeah. feel, I feel like that writer's room talks a lot about, like, power scale. And, like, yeah, yeah. That must be a fun writer's that, room. Yeah, for That's sure. That's probably oh so God. tight, man. Superhero shows, man. Making a superhero show like this has to be literally the funnest thing. Yeah. We 
had one more topic. I don't know how far we can get into it, but do you guys want to talk a little bit about the the, the, the multiverse the, yeah. spider stuff that's no. going down? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. can. You, take it away. You want me to take it away? <laughs> I'll just I don't know. What, I don't even know how to even start it because, like, what's okay, the, the, the new? Yeah, go ahead, Julian. Set it up, so, Julian. Basically, uh, MCU Phase Four is pretty much going all multiverse. Uh, all yeah, it's gonna be. The multi- I mean, I feel like DC is about to do it too, but I don't yeah. want to talk about them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one at one at a time. One at, one a, at time. a time. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they're going all multiverse. We're starting off with WandaVision. WandaVision is going to basically set up a parallel universe. I'm not sure what exactly is happening, but it seems like she's going into something in her head. Yeah. And she's creating her yeah. own universe. And then Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Van- Madness, is... Wait, Spider-Man comes out before that, right? Oh, shit. I don't know. Yes. I think Spider-Man comes out. Okay. So basically, they just announced that Spider-Man is going to have Jamie Foxx in it from the older Spider-Man. That was the, that was the first announcement, that right? Was the first announcement that uh, Jamie Foxx is going to be playing Electro again from the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie, which was was not good. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was. Yeah. yeah. And um, Doctor Strange will be in this in Spider-Man 3. Uh, which is further sets up that there might be a Further sets up the whole Spider-Verse multiverse thing. Uh, there's rumors that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, Garfield yeah. will Are be back, back yeah. supposedly be yeah. coming back as their Spider-Mans from their movies. Um, I think that's the news that has yeah, everybody that's, hyped that's up. That's pretty much it, yeah. It's, yeah. it's so epic. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be incredible. So in the books and in, in, the com- in the comics, they basically, the multiverse is like a huge thing in the books where it's like different alternate universes of different types of characters. Mm-hmm. The Spider-Verse is its like own separate thing where in every universe there's a different type of Spider-Man. Which we've gotten already. Uh, the, the good thing is that it's already been set up for us right. because of Enter the Spider-Verse or whatever. Like, we we know that that exists. It's a mainstream, like, it's mainstream knowledge now because of yeah. Miles and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I feel like because we've been set up for that already in cartoon form, it's going to make it even more palpable for us to see it in the MCU. I right. Feel. And yeah. then just with that Spider-Man movie, they're also, they also, another way they're setting up this big multiverse thing is they have dude from, I don't know his name, Jensen, no, no, no. No. I can't remember his name right now, but dude from Lovecraft Country is playing. Oh, uh, uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors is playing. Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror, yeah. which is, he's a huge multiverse villain. Yeah. He basically, oh, really? go, time basically yeah. a time traveler who goes and conquers different Universes. He's like the Damn. next. He's like the next big bad for, yeah, for the universe. Job right there. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. Somebody asks you, "What do you do?" Oh, you know, I make rap songs. What do you do? <laughs> I conquer different universes, <laughs> not just one. Not just I conquered the universe. Yeah, not just I conquered the universe. I've so, conquered a couple. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Conquered a universe. Like, so, how do you even conquer a city, <laughs> bro? Like conquering multiple universes. And, and so he's going to be in Ant Man three. And if you go back and look at Ant Man two when they were. When she, when Hank Pym was saving his wife in there, mm-hmm. you see this little pocket kingdom-looking thing in the background, mm-hmm. which is one of they've said that that is one of the universes. What's it called, like the nanoverse or something? something. Or is, yeah, it's something. Well, that sounds like an easier one to conquer. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. They, 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 said, <laughs> they said they said that nanoverse conquered. They said that's right. one of the that was a hint at Kang, and that was one of his universes yeah. that he already rules. I'm, I'm, I don't know a lot about the character, but I'm really excited about Jonathan Majors. Yeah. I'm like a fan. Outside of like Lovecraft and Last Black Man in San Francisco is one of my favorite movies of last year. 
uh, or of sorry of the year it came out. Yeah, um, it was last year. Was it last year? Yeah, we it was it was on it was on our list on our last yeah that's l- December I, podcast. Yeah, um, and he's killing Lovecraft, and I think it's gonna be dope to watch him in like such an extent. Yeah. That's a, that's such a better that's, that's a huge that's a huge, that's a huge get for him because it's like it's better than just playing like a superhero in one franchise like you're essentially the next Thanos. Thanos yeah King yeah. the Conqueror has the the possibility of probably being the next Thanos yeah and think of, and imagine if you're like a normal looking dude too like I'm saying like I'm just saying like celebrity wise yeah, for yeah, bros yeah. like visibility like yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. he's already killing it but like imagine if Thanos like we know who Thanos is but like. Thanos don't look like Thanos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. him looking like his actual character is going to be seen well, around I don't the think world. Gonna, I think Kang the Conqueror well, is not going to look. We'll like see. That. Kang the Conqueror. Would you see his face? Right. You see his face, but he has like a blue mask with a purple helmet on. But under it, you know, like yeah, they yeah bro. I mean, you know, he's going to take his shit off. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and another thing about uh, the Kang the Conqueror character is he's a descendant of Reed Richards. Yeah. So oh, I thought he was a descendant of Tony Stark. I have no. a feeling that is what they That's are going what gonna to do. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Just to keep that whole connection yeah. of Tony. I hope they don't. Yeah. But I feel like they will probably yeah. do that and he'll be end up being a descendant of Tony Stark because you know like it's Tony Stark. I wonder yeah. I mean I don't remember how he talks in the cartoons but like I wonder how they're going to make him like deliver his lines if he's going to like have a little bit of air of like the way Tony Stark talks, how he's very like, he's like a thinking man and like he speaks really fast and he's very like, mm-hmm. so I'm not even sure like how does he really like communicate? He, I mean, he talks like a normal person. But is it like fast? No, is it, like, he, he's like, I mean, because he's like from the fucking yeah. future. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, he probably did like, he's like a descendant descendant. Like, right, no, for sure. I know, I know. Like yeah. thousands yeah, of years. Yeah, thousands of years right. into the future yeah. descendant. So, yeah. And he's just, yeah, but, uh, you know, the whole Spider-Man thing and all that. Yeah. Being a thousand years into the future is a superpower in itself. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine if we just went back to like fucking 3000 BC with just like our technology from now, bro, we're literal like superheroes. (laughs) That's true. That's true. true. Like this is a market. You can go back there with a lighter and dude be like, oh. You can go back there with a lighter and literally probably be the most lit man on earth. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Um. Anything else to add? Any? Um, no. Did you guys have anything to add about that? No. Nah, I mean, I'm excited about the Spider Verse. I think it's it's so funny. Cause Do you want to see Jamie Foxx as Electro? I want to see a reinvented <laughs> Jamie Foxx as Electro because I'm a big Jamie Foxx fan. Me too. And I'm yeah. anti Electro fan. Yeah. So From that movie, I want to see a redemption of him. So I, exactly. Yeah. I want Jamie Foxx to have a new chance to do an ill Electro. Exactly. Do you, I think Jamie Foxx. I, I I would say like there's certain movies that I think like. You know, the performer did their thing and what they did with the performer's performance did not do its thing. You know what I mean? Like especially with like CGI extra developed stuff, like Yeah. his contribution as an actor is so small in the grand scheme of like how the movie is made. There's yeah. so many other people. There's so many other people. I'm I'm just saying like even if he came back, right? Like he's gonna come back. Like Everything that he did, like, would we want him to act different? Would we want him to be different? We want him. To, I, I would want him to. I would want him to be different. You want him to like <laughs> from that last movie? Yeah, Absolutely, that movie, that movie was bad. terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. But you and think, it wasn't completely his fault. It was a bad story. Yeah, I almost feel like sometimes you, they're just like I don't know. Cause I remember watching that and like I get it. He was like being like a fucking nerd or whatever. And he's like all oh, like skittish and shit. But I think just 
The, oh, oh, I feel like certain actors, bro, don't fit in right into like certain tones of movies. For sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like movies that have that theatrical laugh, like music in the background, yeah. and you drop your papers and they go yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I don't know if that's the movie <laughs> I see Jamie Foxx yeah. being in ever. Yeah. Right. The way he acts, you know what I mean? I think if you dim the lighting, you turn that shit at Jamie Foxx and it gets real serious yeah. and he's being all skittish. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oscar off that shit. That's what I'm saying. I feel like. Yeah, like I don't know. I'm just that's a random. I feel, but I feel, I feel like Jamie Foxx is self-aware enough that he sees this as like a second chance. Oh, for sure. To really like establish. I don't know what what interview it was, but it was some like late show, and he was telling a story, and he was like, and I couldn't go to that because I was filming a bad movie at the time, and like to to know that like he has context, like they know. When, when they're, they're doing, doing a bad movie. dumb shit, when they're doing shit for bread. Yeah, like, yeah they're, facts, they're facts, people. facts, yeah. And so I'm sure he would, especially after seeing, like, reviews. Yeah. I'm sure he's like, I'm going to body this. Yeah. And, like, no, and also <laughs> yeah. being aware of, like, like hey, what man, other actors have done, too. Bro, right now. <laughs> yeah. What, um. I'm not going to make me look dumb again. <laughs> hey, you're not making me look dumb again, bro. <laughs> right. That, this is, like, also, this is very different. Like, I've never heard of, like, an actor getting... To play the game. Yeah. Uh, well, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and also... I, mean, uh, I liked his first version, too. Uh, who else? Um, Judy Dench doing uh, M in yeah. 007 and different, oh, okay. different, well, there different it is. versions of it. So you're wrong. I am so, wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> you, win, you win, David. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how we've seen, has, have we've seen no movies in theaters this year? I saw New Mutants. Well, besides New Mutants. Yeah. Besides that, <laughs> that's it. I haven't seen Tenet. Yeah, I haven't seen Tenet. It's been a dry, dry season. Um, anything else, fellas? No. Uh, Kyle, is there anything you want to promote? Anything you want to push oh, no, onto the masses? Quarantine. Yes, of course. There's some I want to promote. <laughs> um, TikTok. TikTok. I follow me on TikTok. <laughs> Kyle. See you when I'm famous. Still out. See you when I'm famous. The album is still out. Ooh. Uh, you know. The movie Cherry just... Uh, oh, we didn't talk about Cherry. Oh, my God. <laughs> when the day comes... Coming soon on Apple TV. St- okay, <laughs> go check that out. We're Amazing excited movie. for that. Very excited. Um, yeah. And we get yeah, the exclusive that. interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exclusive interview right here. Are yeah. they doing, like, any version of, like, a press run, or how does that work? I'm sure they will. I'm sure we're going to see it everywhere, billboards and no, shit. I'm talking like, about, like, like, guys. Like, junkets. Yeah, no, they'll they'll definitely do it. I would still say, like, based off of the book, you know, like, Cherry, the novel, it's, like, really following the story of, like, a singular person. Right. So, like, with COVID on top of that, like, even though there's a lot of, like, big-name actors in it, you know what I mean? I'd be surprised if they had us all, like, doing a crazy press run for it because it's, like... Fucking COVID. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They might just sense. send bro. They're like, Tom, get out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go yeah. do that. So do we have a date or do when is Well they, we, they, 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 they just said yet. that uh Apple uh what how, what is it? Apple just purchased Apple, Apple, Apple Plus. It. Yeah. yeah. So it's going yeah. to be uh, streaming. streaming. Okay. Very yeah. Excited. Apple bought it for forty M's. Yeah. That's a good platform to to very, be on. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes it is. Yes it is. Yes, yeah. No, it is. A lot of good shows, a lot of good movies on it. Uh how about Sugar and Toys? How's that going? Uh Sugar and Toys is going is good. Is it almost out? Uh no, it's out. We uh, had, yeah. Season two is out? Started season two, okay. you know. Um released I think we're on episode five now. Okay. Coming up out of a total of uh like six or seven episodes for this season. Dope. And yeah, it's been good. The response has been good. Um, like it was all voiceover work this time, which was like 
fucking weird for me. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I've never, like, actually voiced, did some voiceover work on, like, a cartoon. Right. Um, but it was really tight. It was, like, tight for me to, like, learn that and be able to, like, use a show that I was, like, helping produce to, like, actually get my first, like, reps in at... Yeah. Voice over acting, yeah. especially because animation is something I want to do more and more. And more. Yeah. yeah, you know, I got to voice over the character Kyle, which was a lot easier than doing a voiceover for like, I don't know, you yeah. know, fucking voiceover actors are are gods. I learned that through yeah. doing so this show. I have so. a good friend who who made a crazy career out of voiceover acting, and it's like, it's one of the illest. He has such a crazy. He's Zuko. From Airbender. Oh wow! And, wow! And wow! Yeah. <laughs> so and he's also Rufio in real life from Hook. Yeah. So, oh, Dante. Yeah. So Dante. he has like this crazy following just based on Airbender and just based on Hook. And then yeah. he does. A, oh, and he's also uh, American Dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Come on the show. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said he's down. Whatever. Uh, guys, fucking American legend. Dragon, <laughs> Jake Long. I forgot the name of the show. Is, is it an animated show? Yeah. I've heard I've heard of it. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh yeah, Jake Long American Dragon. I fucking love that show. Are you kidding me? It's epic. He's him? I'm yeah. dead ass here. Oh, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't tell him. <laughs> he's like a little movie. dude. He lives in New York and he fucking turns into a dragon. That's and fine. whenever he needs to like I've I've watched too many episodes of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, boy, I think you would kill in that lane. That's yeah, funny. you know what I'm noticing though? It's like it's definitely it's a full blown like if acting is an art, this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> nothing yeah, it's at all. It's a complete different thing. Bruh, yeah. totally different thing. If somebody told you, be a sponge, yeah. and you're going to be SpongeBob. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. think about just, like, the person who was a sponge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or trying to just interact things that aren't real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And trying to, like... That's crazy. Like, trying to do that. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, because in the show, there's all these things happening. I have, like, a best friend who's, like, a depressed robot. You know what I mean? And I have, like, another friend who's named Toxic Terrell. And he's just, like, (laughs) a toxic ass. He's just, like, a toxic ass nigga who is, like, literally toxic waste. You know what I'm trying to interact with these people? like your version of Oscar the Grouch. Exactly. (laughs) And so now I'm, like, trying to take this in as I'm doing, like, my first time, like, voice acting. That bro is toxic garbage. You know what I mean? And this is a robot. So I don't know. Like, trying to... And then I'll turn into certain things, right? Like, I turn into, like, a thirst demon at one point. (laughs) And I'm, like, this demified version of myself that's just, like, horny for Instagram likes. And it's... Like, how do I do that? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, you kind of have to... get in that headspace. If, if I'm going to do a show or I go and, like, do, like, a movie and they're giving me my character, I can, like, work on that for an allotted amount of time and I feel like I, I know how to be that person. Like, being a fucking robot is yeah. much harder, <laughs> I feel like, in my opinion, yeah. than just, like, than actual real-life acting. So it was, like... It was tight, though. That's mm. It's going great. Reviews are awesome. We're making fun of a lot of rappers in there. So if you like doing that, <laughs> check it out. Sugar and Toys, season I, two. I still think that we should be the animated version of ourselves in Sugar and Toys. <laughs> that would be tight. We should do like a little segment where we like interview like a superhero, but it's like superhero rehab or something. Like he comes onto the show because he's been canceled or something. Bro. And like we try to like. That's amazing. Pitch. You see how we did that? You're pitching. You're pitching. That's amazing. Uh, All right. Reserved. 
<laughs> oh Word. man. Well, I yeah. think that's good for this episode. It's a great place to end because that's yeah. where we started. Yeah. Exactly. Look at cool. Look. Know who you're pitching to, too. Look, see, <laughs> like look, how we set that up at the beginning. Comes back around. And we come back around. Came back around. Uh, Nerds at the Cool Table. Uh, you could follow us at Cool Table Podcast on Instagram, at Cool Table Pod on Twitter, uh, CoolTablePodcast.com. You can find all our archived episodes on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and I think on Stitcher. Uh, you can find me at David Gallardo. Uh, Julian Edwards, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Subscribe like to YouTube. Do that. <laughs> I'm trying to do this live with the iPad in like front of me. Like button, yeah. subscribe. Add Julian Edwards Smash that subscribe button. Yousef at YGLA. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Super Duper Kyle on everything. And like and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Okay? Listen to that man. He knows or or we got about. problems. Okay? Tell him. <laughs> All right. All right. Season four. <laughs>